Hello, welcome back to the 28 Days of Self-Love. Today is day 16. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic, main-ish, bringing you another episode of Wellish. Today we're going to be getting right fucking into it and digging in to the realistic ways to actually manifest your ideal partner. My first thought was like, yeah, you just have to love yourself and be your whole self and know yourself and become this well-rounded, confident person in order to allow the person that is your most ideal partner to come into your life. While that's true, it's unrealistic because we can't control when people pop in and out of our lives and if we'll be quote-unquote ready for them to be in our lives. We don't know if we're going to be at the most confident, our most confident self, our most I know exactly how to handle this situation self. I know exactly what I want self. And we easily, easily get confused between what we know we want inside for ourselves long term and what's right in front of our fucking faces. And also so much of the time, the things that help us learn those things about ourselves and learn what we like about another partner and what we don't want to deal with and the kind of person that we could be with long term, you kind of got to get your ass beat by the shitty relationships first. I'm not saying you have to put yourself through toxicity and tumultuous relationships, but you are going to have to kind of feel it out and see what works best for you and who you best align with. Now, that's obviously not the case for everybody. I do know people that have dated one person and married that one person and are happy with that one person, supposedly, allegedly. (laughs) But I just don't believe that. (laughs) I think that you don't really know what you want until you know what you don't want. That said, I want to start by saying, go with your gut. Like in any sort of situation that comes with this positive or negative, go with your gut. And it's going to be one of the hardest things for you to do because you might not like what your gut says. I remember I dated a guy that I had a timeline on it. I knew that I wasn't going to be with this guy long term. I was like, okay, by this year, there's literally zero way we'll still be together. So I'm going to do X, Y, and Z with my life at this point. I wasn't far off. (laughs) I was not far off. I was about like six months off. I stayed with him longer than I thought that I would. But like, that's that inherent gut feeling. Why would I stay with him at all at that point? Like I knew in my gut that I didn't want to be with him. So why would I have done that? I knew in my gut when I was being cheated on, but I just stuck it out because I didn't have hardcore evidence that it was actually happening to me. So I, you know, wanted to stay in the relationship and hope that maybe he would actually end up liking me and whatever else. I also have done it in a positive sense that I met somebody that I really, really liked and resisted so fucking hard being with that person because I felt that I wasn't ready and I fell into that trap of not being with a person until you yourself are your most full Uh, well-rounded, confident, strong self and that you can't be a good partner without developing yourself first. And I'm not saying that that's not true, but I'm also saying that when a person comes into your life, it digs up 
all this fucking trauma that was deep under the surface that didn't have to be touched when you were single and you weren't around anybody else. You can figure out all of this shit about yourself, but it's not going to make the triggers that come up when you are involved with another person go away too. Maybe you'll be able to handle those triggers better. And that's kind of the mentality there is if you strengthen your mental health on your own, when those triggers come up, you'll be able to recognize them. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be in one. So I'm saying go with your gut in the sense of maybe you do really want to be with a person. Don't let yourself think that because you haven't reached this high and mighty spot in your mental health, that doesn't mean that you don't love yourself and that you shouldn't be in a relationship because of that. Another mistake that I feel that I made a lot was asking myself if I actually liked the person that I was with. I never took a step back and asked myself, do I even like who this person is that I'm spending all of this time with? Is this a person that I want to be with long term? Do I like his qualities? Do I like where he came from? Do I like where he's going? Do I like his morals, his values? Do I like his ideas and his concepts? And is this a person that if we were just friends, I would want to spend my time with? A lot of the time, the issue was that I just wanted him to like me. (laughs) It wasn't that I liked him a bunch. It was that I wanted him to approve of me. I wanted to quote unquote win, if you will. I wanted to triumph the relationship and make him want to be with me. But why, one, would I be trying to make somebody want to be with me? They should just want to be. And two, why would I want somebody to like me if I don't even really like them? Because what's going to happen, and this has happened to me, is that finally I'm fixing and fixing and working on it and working on it. And then they are like, oh, yeah, I do like you. I do think I want to stop being a fucking cock and make this work. And then you're like, eh, all right, I'm over you. <laughs> Chilled over. I'm, you like me now? Okay, I'm done. Because you don't even like that per- person in the first place. We can't get this confused, though, with the original reason we ended up with that person in the first place. Like, expect to like things about that person. It makes sense that you are going to like things about a person that you have eyes for, that you're interested in. But you have to be able to consider what the things you like are and how rare, how unique, how important that quality is to you. And if the good outweighs the bad, like if they are really into the same activities that you're interested in, but you don't have similar personalities and don't vibe on like a level that you could just sit in silence with that person and sit at home and do nothing. It's like you could probably find somebody else that likes the same activities that you do. And it's not worth staying in a relationship that doesn't make you feel 100% full. I've screwed this up by fixating on one characteristic about somebody that I really liked or that was in my ideal partner's category and have been like but he's spontaneous and he likes to travel so I have to be with him but he would treat me like fucking ass and I would just ignore that because there was something about him that I did like one time I went over to a guy's house and I knew I knew I was a straight up booty call and he had this notebook that he said that he would read self-help books and then write about what he learned in each of them and you know obviously I fucking ate that shit up and literally ignored every red flag 
because I thought it would be cool to be with a guy that was conscious of that kind of stuff. We create this romanticized version of the person in our head and totally ignore all of the things that don't serve us and don't align with the person that we would consider our ideal partner. Stop focusing so hard on things that aren't as important as your mental stability and your long-term happiness. Be a little bit selfish here and know that other people have similar qualities to what whatever you're idealizing about the person that you're with and think that you'll never find again you'll find it again and it will be better because you'll know what to look for when it comes back around I think that it's really important to date around like I said I think that obviously people can meet one person and know that they want to be with them but what are the chances that you're going to meet your soulmate in high school the world is so big like the United States is so big the state you're living in is so big and you're limiting it to just this area of people that happen to be in the same place as you at the same time who knows what else is out there if you date around and find what you like in people and what you don't like in people it's going to be easier to narrow down the type of person you're willing to deal with and the type of person that you're not willing to deal with and any sort of gut feeling or red flag that comes up you have to have the strength to cut that person off and that fucking blows and that's where the mental strength comes in and that's where loving yourself comes in be strong in who you are and stand up for what you want. That's all of that self-work. But you have to also incorporate the dating work in order to apply the self-work to finding your ideal partner. Essentially, especially if you're dating young, but also, I mean, potentially not if you've lost yourself in a relationship after a long time, you're finding who you are through the people that you date. Again, finding the things that you like and you don't like. How much do you value drive and ambition? How much do you value the activities that you guys do together? Are you somebody that likes to just sit around and do drugs? Or are you somebody that likes to go mountain biking and travel? Not saying that there's anything wrong with either one. Health-wise is not the conversation that we're having right now. I'm just saying simply activities you enjoy. And you're with a person that likes to do one or the other thing and you like are trying to make that work, but you just don't really like to do that. Like you would rather lay and do drugs or go on an excursion travel adventure. So you're finding these things out about yourself while you are dating them. And then you realize, okay, I actually don't like that. So now that I'm going to end that relationship, I'm going to find a new relationship that has this, this, and this component and look for that. And if you meet somebody and you think that they do meet that criteria, then maybe you'll try meeting them. But then maybe you find something new about that person that in turn makes you find something new about yourself and that either makes you want to continue the relationship further or it makes you want to end the relationship because it's not something that you want your life to look like. Always coming back to that place of self-reflection and deciding if it's actually something that you want, if it's actually something you like, if it's actually something you don't like, or if it's just you trying to make the relationship work. Decide what pieces of your personality people are just going to have to deal with. Decide what is a non-negotiable for you. What's not changing? What about you are you not willing to sacrifice? Because you are 
going to have to sacrifice things in a relationship. You both are going to have to sacrifice a little bit. Like maybe they're going to have to come more out of their shell and go experience new things. But maybe you can rein it in a little bit too. So asking yourself like who's the problem? Like am, are there things about me that I could change in order to fit this relationship into my life? And then, like I said, do you want to do that? If you don't want to do that, if that's too boring for you, then that means that you can't be with that person. It has nothing to do with changing yourself or changing the other person. It just has to do with compromise and fitting the relationship into your life in a way that you see fit because you can absolutely have non-negotiables. If you like to do specific things and the other person doesn't like to do them, then they either can choose A, to not do them with you, or B, do it a little bit more and open themselves up to that opportunity. If there's no compromise, then it's hard to fit two people's lives together, but you also need to choose what you're not willing to sacrifice and what pieces of you people are just going to have to live with if they want to be with you and if they don't want to do that and they try to change you or vice versa if you are trying to change another person because they've made it clear what their pieces are that they don't want changed about them then you're going to have to find another partner you're going to have to find a way to gain the mental strength to move on and trust that there will be a different person that comes along. Again, the world is so big and people have so many common interests. It's completely irrational to think that somebody else wouldn't have the same qualities and if anything, better qualities that suit you and your life and your needs better. I've gotten a lot of shit in the past for being a relationship person, for being a person that jumps from relationship to relationship, but I just would like to say that there's nothing wrong with following what comes naturally to you regardless of what that is. If you're not ready for a relationship and people think that you're supposed to be, don't jump into it. If you're in a relationship that isn't so good but you just can't bring yourself to to end the relationship, it's okay. You're going to figure it out. If you just got out of a relationship, but then you met somebody new, try it. Who fucking cares? Life is too short and we make things way too serious and life is just supposed to be fun, bro. Like it's not supposed to be this extreme thing that you have to figure out the right and wrong way to handle all of these things. And because you're doing what works best for you, the best things will hopefully show up in your life. Manifestation is made out to be this magical concept that if you ask for it. If you speak it into existence, it's going to magically pop up into your life. And that's not what manifestation is. Manifestation is speaking things into existence in the fa in the sense that you are making it a, a point in your own life. You're bringing that to your conscious awareness because a lot of the time we have all of these like background thoughts. I don't know about you guys, but I think that I'm thinking this is going to sound really fucked. <laughs> Hold on, give me a second. And I hope this makes sense to somebody out there. Sometimes I think that I'm thinking a thought and it's not even really there. It's just a jumbled mess. If I actually try to put that into words, it sticks better. Like I'll have like a concept that I'm thinking about, but it's actually this jumbled mess of a bunch of thoughts that I'm having, images of how I'm picturing it playing out, past images of things that have happened in my mind, and it's not actually a very clear picture. Like I could totally think that I have it figured out. And if I go to like say it, it actually isn't ready 
cooked enough <laughs> to be put into words. And it doesn't take much to put it into words, but once you put it into words, it solidifies it. That's what manifestation is, is solidifying into words the things that you want to happen. So as you're doing all of these things that we just talked about and deciding what you like and deciding what you don't like and deciding what you're willing to deal with and deciding who you are, that's how you manifest your ideal partner, solidifying all of these things and then the right person is going to present themselves. You're going to not settle. You're going to keep rejecting the things that don't meet your standards and then eventually the right person is going to show up and you're going to be able to recognize that because you've spoke it so many times in your head you've solidified it so much in your head that when somebody validates and confirms things in real life that you've already decided in your head that you wanted a person you're gonna be like oh fucking shit I'm getting after you I'm not letting you slip through the cracks because you're exactly what I was thinking I wanted in my brain or you have a lot of the qualities of the person that I would like to be with tomorrow I'm gonna talk to you guys about building a safe environment I'm literally stoked as fuck about this because it's just so mind-blowing and so unobvious but so common sense at the same time it'll make sense tomorrow I'm excited so tune in for that tonight at midnight you can follow me at underscore Sarah Ritt you can follow Wellish at Wellish podcast both on Instagram you can follow my TikTok at Sarah Rittendale I will talk to you wishies tomorrow bye guys (laughs) 